Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardee from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hi there, love. Welcome, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast where I'm teaching you how to manifest the life of your dreams where you don't give a flying ball sack about what random strangers at shopping malls or internet think about you, and where you confidently stand your ground to set boundaries and where you just feel like an absolute boss. Today's episode is gonna be all about creating confidence. Obviously, my entire brand and company is based around this. And why is that? Well. I believe confidence is 99% of everything we do. It's 99% of our success or lack thereof with anything in life. Stress and anxiety are often rooted in lacking confidence too. We're worrying so much about the expectations others put on us, what others are thinking about us, and feeling like we're not enough. And if we truly get to a place deeply, deeply where we completely believe in ourselves, things start to get a lot easier in all areas of life. Okay, so we're gonna talk about five fast ways to grow your confidence, but before we dive into that, I have some super exciting news. Oh my gosh, I am so pumped. My beautiful, amazing, spiritual, tropical retreat is going live tomorrow. Soul Escape Mindfulness Retreat. I am dying of excitement for this. We'll be spending seven days in gorgeous Costa Rica this February, taking you on a transformational journey from fearful to fierce. Each day we'll do guided meditations followed by mini workshops on topics like overcoming insecurities, facing your fears, and releasing your old story. You'll be learning how to let go of limiting beliefs that are holding you back from your true happiness. And my co-host, Melissa Lucas, She's a self-help expert and thought changer. She's going to be giving inspirational talks and also teaching yoga. We are keeping this a small group around 10 people and it's going to fill up very fast. So be sure to head to candidconfidence.com and secure your spot or shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I'm at candid.confidence and we can chat about any questions you have about the retreat. So excited for that. Okay, so five fast ways to grow your confidence. Let's tackle number one, which is to visualize it. Visualization has been used by top athletes, Hollywood stars, politicians, basically most people who reach the top of their game. What people who reach the top often have in common is a super strong belief in themselves. Really, we don't really go after crazy dreams like not believing in ourselves. That's really not something people typically do. And visualization Visualizing the result that you want before it happens, it helps trick the subconscious mind into believing it will happen. Then it guides you towards the action steps and things you need in your life for it to happen. So it literally makes it happen for you. It creates it, it manifests it. The great thing about visualization is that it doesn't have to be time consuming. Yes, I would love it if you would spend a few minutes a day sitting in meditation and visualizing your success, visualizing the hot guy asking you on a date, visualizing the date going extremely well, visualizing yourself getting the promotion at work, visualizing the clients giving you a resounding yes, 
basically whatever you're nervous about or have self-doubts around, just visualizing the situation going the best way possible will set you up for success. But it can also take place while you're just going about your day-to-day life. We spend a lot of time daydreaming, right? Here's a hack that was one of the first things I ever implemented on my own personal development journey. I used to have negative daydreams all the time and just would imagine bad things happening. Whether I was like in the shower or laying in the bed at night or driving in my car or at work, all the, I mean, basically all the time. And I started, once I learned about this, I started catching myself in those moments and replacing those with a positive daydream or visualization. So challenge yourself. How often do you visualize negative shit? You are literally manifesting those bad situations by, by allowing yourself, your mind to, to visualize the things going wrong. You're literally teaching your brain. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. And then your subconscious mind is going to steer you in that direction. And we don't want that. So to commit to yourself, when you're thinking about a meeting with your boss and you're nervous, try to shift that to a positive thoughts about it going perfectly well. Convince yourself, in other words, that it's going to go well. Remember, the subconscious mind doesn't understand the difference between imagined and real. So if you can imagine it going well, your subconscious mind will anticipate that result for you. Think about this too. You'll walk into that room with the energy of believing it's all going to go your way. When the person in the room picks up on that, they're more likely to give that energy right back to you. We all naturally mirror emotions. Emotions, energy, same thing, right? So when you're hesitant, nervous, insecure, people can sense that. And it's not going to look good. The more you can get your mind into the energy of good things are always happening to me, and everything is always working out for me in perfect timing, the sooner, the sooner you'll blossom into your confidence. We've just got to start working towards making that the status quo. We've got to just commit ourselves to replacing those negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Okay, number two, treat yourself the way you want others to treat you. This one is so good, you guys. I struggled with this one for so long. I want you to think about someone who doesn't treat you very well. It could be a boss, a friend, a a partner, a parent even. What are the ways in which you wish these people treated you? You could even journal on this. So write this down because this is important. This is a big one, you guys. I want you to write down all the ways you want to be treated. And if what comes up are negative ways that you're treated, write down the antithesis of these ways, right? So write down the opposite. So if you're thinking about ways you want to be treated and all you can think about is the negative ways, write down the opposite. If people are insulting you, do you wish people paid you more respect and gave you compliments? Do you maybe wish your boss told you how appreciated you are, gave you more, um, gave you more recognition? Do you wish your spouse listened to you more? Maybe you wish your spouse gave you more recognition, gave you more support and love. Okay, so thinking of all the ways you want to be treated, I want you to ask yourself here, do you always treat yourself those ways? Do you always speak kindly to yourself? Or do you often look in the mirror and start insulting yourself? Are you truly giving yourself respect? Do you tell yourself how great of a job you're doing and give yourself that support? Do you take the time to truly listen 
to you? Or are you too busy worrying about what everybody else is doing? Are you unhappy with your own progress just because no one has noticed and given you that recognition? Are you so busy seeking outside validation that you forget to give it to yourself? Guys, this switch here can be life-changing in itself. I know I say that about everything, guys, but this one I just love so much because I made the switch myself when I used to look in the mirror every day and just like look at things I didn't like and point them out to myself. And I wasn't nice to myself at all. And I just made it a commitment. I made it a commitment when I would catch myself and I would say, nope, we're not going to go down that road. And I changed that. And that was one of my first, I guess not one of my first, but it was one of my, like probably my first like three mindset shifts that I made. And it has completely changed things for me. It's also something I'm always working on with my clients, whether they're seeking confidence in their careers, in their relationships, or if they're running a business or doing network marketing, no matter what it is, this is always part of it because the way we treat ourselves, that's going to show other people how to treat us right? We're, we're literally teaching everyone in our lives how to treat us. We can all picture someone in our minds that we admire, someone who is so confident and so happy that even if someone would try to mess with them, they wouldn't even notice or care. When you become so secure with yourself that you don't even need outside validation, that is exactly when you'll start getting it because you're giving it to yourself and you're showing that energy to people. Your belief in yourself will rub off on everyone around you and they'll start to have more belief in you too. So the next time you catch yourself complaining about how someone is mistreating you, I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to ask yourself if you are treating yourself the way you're expecting that person to treat you. And then start treating yourself better. Give yourself the respect. Give yourself the compliments. Forgive yourself. Take yourself on a gorgeous date night alone. Loving yourself isn't a magical, I don't know, being I can give you. It takes practice. It takes intention. But you can create it. You can. Practice giving it to yourself every day. Stop yourself when you catch yourself judging your stretch marks in the mirror. Just catch yourself and flip it around. Deep down, the only times we really seek outside validation is when we're not finding it within ourselves. When you find that internal system of love and validation and acceptance of yourself, you literally won't even seek it from others, but you'll get it from them because people mirror energies. People will pick up on your confidence, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, and literally <laughs> mirror it back to you because it will be so obvious that this is what you expect and this is the only way you allow yourself to be treated. It all goes back to the mind's reticular activating system where we process information. So when we start to pick up on something, we start seeing it everywhere, right? That works with how people are treating you too. If you give importance to, I don't know, thinking people are looking at you funny at the new gym you go to, you know, maybe one person gave you a, a sideways glance and now you're on high alert and literally You'll convince yourself that everyone there is like laughing at you or out to get you. What if you convinced yourself that everyone fucking loves you? Then you won't even notice if anyone would look at you strange because you wouldn't even see it. 
your mind literally would bypass it because you would have decided it's not real. Okay, tip number three, affirmations. I recently did a whole podcast episode on the science behind affirmations. So go check out that episode a few episodes ago and make sure you listen. It's so good. It's so interesting how these work and the science behind how it affects the brain and creates real chemical changes. But I've been doing a ton of affirmations lately. I kind of go through phases, right, where I do a ton of them and then I kind of let off. And I was in a little bit of a funk the past, you know, maybe a week or two. I couldn't quite get myself into that vortex, into that space of being so high vibe, you know, just vibing it up and just being super happy. And I started just doing affirmations. It wasn't always what I felt like doing. You know, getting in the car after a long work day on a Monday, I don't always feel like doing affirmations, but I'm telling you, they freaking work, you guys. My biggest tip here is to get into the habit of speaking affirmations out loud at various parts of the day and tie it with something. So when you're already doing something like being in the car after work, like being in the shower, I love doing these on my morning commute because I can literally create my own mood for the day and decide my energy and emotions and decide what I want to experience. But if you tie it to something you're already doing, two benefits. For one, it helps you create a habit, right? Tying it with something else. And for two, those of you who are thinking, I don't have time for all of this, Leah, you are in the shower probably by yourself most of the time. And if you're in there with a spouse or a child, heck, do affirmations with them. Do it with them. That sounds great. Maybe I'll make my husband do that with me this week. He'll probably think I'm even weirder than he thought I was before. But you know what? He'll be happy. He'll be happy. So affirmations can shift your mood so quickly, but you've got to feel into them. So lately, something I've been trying to do, I've just been trying to cultivate more joy and fun into my life, especially during the work week when things can be stressful and kind of mundane, and I'm simply not available to live life that way. I am only available for living a life that is fun, where I feel silly, and where I feel giddy on the regular and spend a lot of my day laughing. That is what I'm available for. That is the life I want to create. And because I believe in creating any type of life, any type of personality, any type of relationships, that's what I decided I want. So that's what I've been working on. So decide what you want. What do you want life to look like? And then use affirmations to shift into that every single fucking day and you will see changes. So here's what I've been saying. <laughs> this is so funny. Here's what I've been saying to myself literally on my car rides. I am silly. I am giddy. I am fun. <laughs> and you may have heard me explain before using the I am statements gets your brain, tricks your brain right into thinking that is your state of mind. So literally, I know it sounds odd, but I promise you it's working. I want more laughter in my life. I want to have fun. I want good times. I want to joke around and let loose. I spent way too long being this serious person and thinking I had to be that way as a businesswoman and thinking that was part of being successful. And I would come home from work stressed out and it just wasn't that fun and I'm over it. So decide what you want. Do the affirmations in the car, in the shower, while cooking dinner, on a walk. I absolutely love doing affirmations on a walk. But feel them. Feel the feelings. So I'm laughing to myself when I'm in my car saying, I am silly, I am giddy, I am fun. 
I'm literally like laughing, laughing to myself because I'm trying to create those emotions. And that's what you want to do. You want to tie the emotions to the affirmations so that you're really creating that. So train your brain to circulate the thoughts which create the feelings that you want. You'll start to automatically feel the ways in which you are speaking out loud. How freaking cool is that? We literally create our own life and our own destiny, you guys. Okay, number four is a big, scary one. I need you to step out of your comfort zone. Yes, I need you to do things that scare your pants off daily, every single day. But you can start small, okay? Let's pick a few things this week we can do that we know are good for us, that we wanna do, that, but that push us out of our comfort zone and we have some reason or some excuse for not doing them. This could be raising your hand in a meeting and voicing your opinion or your idea, speaking up on a conference call. How many times have you thought of an idea or an answer to a question, but held off saying it because you're worried about how it would be perceived and you know what, maybe it was wrong, right? And then someone else speaks up with the same idea and everyone's like, great idea. This happened to me so many times. This has happened to me millions of times. And I know it's happened to you because I promise you, sis, you are so much smarter than you give yourself credit for. You have great ideas. You just don't always voice them. So stepping out of the comfort zone, it could be, what about going on a solo trip? For some of you that might be going to lunch by yourself or going to a new spin class by yourself or trying something out or even just something even smaller than that. But if you want to go big, have you ever thought about, have you ever had the deep desire to travel solo? I've gone on several solo trips and I promise you it is so worth it. I was so nervous the first time I flew alone, but now it wouldn't even phase me. And if this calls to you, why not come to Soul Escape? This is the perfect trip for someone who wants to stretch out of their comfort zone because you can come solo, but you'll still have a group when you arrive. So you'll have, you know, that safety factor and, and we'll also be teaching on the topic of um, overcoming fears. You'll be hanging out with me and the rest of the tribe, but we'll also have solo time too. And I know some of you are wanting to join us, but you're, you're, you know, you're like, oh, I don't have anyone to go with me. Or maybe you're used to just always going on trips with your husband, your boyfriend, your friends. I'm here to challenge you like always, so come alone. You will be so glad you did. Okay, so you, you get the picture. Stepping out of the comfort zone, it boosts your confidence because you're proving to yourself that you can handle things that you weren't sure you could. You're building belief in yourself. Do it in small ways daily. Order something different off a menu at your favorite restaurant where you always get the same thing. Go on a hike by yourself. For me, basically any time I notice that I don't feel like doing something, not something actually dangerous, okay? I'm not, not saying go walk down an alleyway in the middle of the night in the city, okay? But something that makes me nervous or where I'm thinking, oh, I could do that, but what will people think? I say, oh, great, here's an opportunity to face my fears. Let's do it. That's when you can truly start to shift out of fear is when you can get it habitual to where you're always challenging yourself every single day to do little things pushing you out of your comfort zone. Okay, number five, feel the feelings of being confident. I love this one. This is manifestation, y'all. Feeling the feelings of already having what you want creates the vibrations of that thing. Therefore, when you're shifting yourself to match that energy, Okay, there's a couple ways to do this. 
Can you think of a time when you felt super confident? On top of your game, you felt like a bad bitch. I want you to think about that time. And for the next 20 seconds or so, try to feel what that felt like and cultivate those emotions in your body of feeling really good and being really confident with yourself. Okay, go ahead and try this right now. Do you feel it? Do you feel a little bit different there? Obviously, it's going to be more effective if you're in a meditative state. If you're just sitting with yourself, with your eyes closed, feeling into that, it's going to be a little more effective. But please don't do that if you're driving or operating heavy machinery or running on a treadmill. Okay, we're going to try it one other way too. I want you to think of someone, maybe a mentor or someone you look up to. Could be an influencer or a celebrity or an author. Someone you look up to who has fierce confidence. Someone who stands her ground and doesn't put up with any shit, but has a super fun time doing it. Okay, do you have someone? I want you to try to picture how you imagine she feels walking down the street, strutting her stuff, glowing, smiling confidently. Now, for the next 20 seconds, I want you to picture yourself walking down that same street in your favorite outfit, strutting your stuff, glowing. Everyone is looking at you and smiling because you're smiling and it's contagious. You instantly make people feel good. Imagine this for the next 20 seconds and feel into the feelings of this energy. Can you feel it? Can you feel how this shifts your energy? And what if you practice this for a few minutes every day, every morning? What if you did this before walking into meetings, into interviews, into even into potentially awkward social settings, parties, family gatherings? What if you just created that energy within yourself before going into any situation that's questionable for you where you maybe have self-doubt? Okay. So if you took one thing away from this podcast, please take away that you are responsible for creating the life you want. It is so possible to change everything, everything. You can be such a force for good, a beam of positive light in people's lives that the way they treat you, the way you demand to be treated, it will all change, all of it. You can live out your dream life if you just believe it. You have so much more power than you realize. Stop letting people, stop letting feeling bad for people and worrying about what people will think keep you from living the life you want to live. Stop letting people walk all the fuck over you. Because when you stop doing those things and you start living life by your own terms, that shit is contagious. Your positive energy will be contagious. You'll be teaching others how to not let anyone walk over them. You'll be teaching others how to put themselves first. Because when we don't put ourselves first, when we do a bunch of shit we don't want to do because we feel like it's nice or we're worried about people getting mad at us, really, what message are we sending to ourselves? A message that we don't matter. A message that we are not worthy. 
we don't believe in our worthiness. I promise that this mindset of, of putting yourself first will not make you a dick because you'll be so happy that you'll want to do things for people and compromise and do all those things. You're going to be following your true values, your core values, but it will come from a different place. It's not going to come from a place of being forced to do something you don't want to do and then harboring resentment. That is not healthy. Okay, that's all I've got for you today, guys. If this podcast has been helpful for you, if you've been taking things away from it, please help me share this. My dream is to have thousands of women listen to this podcast, um, you know, so many more than we already have, and it will help all of us if you can share this, if you can give me a rating, drop me a review, um, share it on social media, snap a picture and, and put it over on your Instagram story, tag me in it, tell me what you learned, what you took away. That way I can continue to create content that's geared towards what you want. So also reach out to me on Instagram, Canada.confidence. Tell me what you like and dislike about the podcast and tell me any ideas of things you want to hear about or learn about on the show. Okay. Thank you so much. I love you. Bye.